Hi, and welcome to the Onlineification Pod, a podcast produced by Suma. I'm Alex, your host, and if you have listened to this podcast before, you're gonna recognize our guest today. It's Anders and Stellan. For you who are new to this podcast, Anders is the CEO of Suma, and Stellan works as a strategist. In this episode, we're gonna talk about digital readiness. We're gonna talk about what it is and how your company can improve your digital readiness. Enjoy. So Anders, what is digital readiness? Digital readiness is the ease with uh, which you, your colleagues and your organization can transition. Although it is that you can transition from analog to digital, uh, making a digitalization of your company and uh, the fantastic expression contributing to the digital transformation of your organization or your company. Stellan, do you agree with that definition? Yeah, uh, yeah, I, ba- I back it up. Uh, I was thinking whether I had any other perspectives to uh, to bring on that, but uh, no, I think it's a, I understood a good summary of, of, uh, of t- the term itself. I'm very proud now, Stellan. Thank you. <laughs> so, do you have any examples of companies that have achieved digital readiness? <laughs> I think, depending on how honest you are, and to be a bit, I don't know, provocative, I, I think absolutely zero companies had digital readiness in March 2020. Yeah. To sort of make it very black and white, I, I'm not aware of any company in the whole world who had digital readiness. If that is how easy it was to transition to more digital behavior, of course there are examples, but let's say none. So, is there a difference um, if you're a company which um, are transforming into the digital and online? compared to a company that was born in digital and online is it what's the difference i hope so yeah although the schools that we go to teach us the same type of expressions we are working with finance organization how to structure things so yes i hope so and i'm certain that the companies that had to transform before march 2020 could have been 96 or 2001 or well yes they they had a slight advantage but still there's a challenge with that we do things exactly the same way and we go to the same schools with the same education as we did uh, before digital and online was the main track yeah Okay, so online to schools and education is one challenge to achieve digital readiness. Do you have any other examples, Stellan, on what's preventing companies to become achieving digital readiness? Uh, uh, I think it's this battle between uh, current operations and uh, some uh, sort of imagined future state um so if you li- live in especially if you if you live in a uh, sort of quarter by quarter pressure environment if, you, if you're in a listed uh, company uh, the long-term investments versus the short-term optimization is two very different things so um, amazon often comes up in our discussions 
yeah. but the critique that they have received uh, for the past 20 years is that uh, you know they they can't make a profit and then uh, eventually they've made quite a substantial profit but it's been a thought through process to sort of invest in growth but uh, you could also argue that it's been uh, prioritization of the long term over the short term to make it uh, sort of simpler and um, and so i think that's that's a very difficult balance to make for many and um, and therefore uh, that hampers people it's uh, it it takes uh, also individuals with a, a willingness and a mandate to uh, to make change and I, and i also to add to that think based on your question alexander which, which i think is a really interesting question i i think leadership culture uh, and as as stellan is close to how you reward people remuneration models bonus models and that that doesn't only go for for uh, listed companies i i said in another pod we had that i think if you are a listed company you have an advantage if the ceo is the founder and still the main owner and and i do believe that private owned companies have an advantage they can decide themselves what a successful year is no one else is involved outside the company as i said leadership educations those models and also connected to the leadership how willing are you to lead by example yeah so interesting the long term and short term discussion is often mentioned in for example, investing in sustainable initiatives and solutions and so on and, and many others. But Stellan, if you worked for a, a B2B larger company, what would you prioritize the first steps to become uh, digital readiness? It's often the, <clears throat> the small steps, the many small steps that are important. Uh, Jeff Bezos is a creditor for for saying that uh, if you have to bet the company, you're too late. And so uh, what he means by that is that Amazon prioritizes making many small bets instead of sort of optimizing, optimizing, and then shit, the world has moved in another direction. We need to make this huge bet and invest billions in order to transform the company. So I, I think that is uh, an important notion for many and and that more companies should adhere to so the the first steps um, are related to anders was um, uh, what anders was saying before it's really why you're doing the transformation and uh, then it comes down to how prioritized is it compared to other things and um, sort of one of the most uh important one i think is is um, how much resources are we willing to invest in this in parallel to what we're doing with other things or what uh, are we willing to sacrifice because that's where many companies fail is that they they say a you know, simple thing like uh, maybe we should do 10 webinars this year because that's a probably a good way to reach customers in 2021 given where we are and then uh, everyone says great and then when it comes to actually doing it it's like well you can do it uh, you know or you can do it or and then it's like 
everything is is done off the cuff on the side and uh, it should be done on top of your normal workload and um, then nothing happens so um, yeah yeah it's it's like it's it's not that difficult what's what's difficult is actually doing it <laughs> it turns out Anders I know that you recently published a poll on uh, LinkedIn asking when it comes to digital behavior how ready are you and got answers I embrace digital I'm ready to become digital I'm still skeptic to digital do you have any conclusions on the answers you've got so far a while ago we started asking questions like that in um, workshops and especially the more decision makers that were in the workshops or the webinars or, or so forth and people tend to want to answer, I embrace digital. I believe that that should be the one where very few answer that. I, I think, and again, up until March 2020, <laughs> no one was allowed to answer that almost. <laughs> and, and when I look at people answering that, I get interested in how do you think when you put your name there? I can also look at the second alternative where I would be very happy if most people actually put their names there. And, and two of our colleagues put their names there. And I think it was at the point that I, when I looked at the poll the, the last time, four people were there. And, and I asked one of those colleagues, did you put your name as I am now ready? Yes. I cannot put my name in the other one. Why? I don't run my life through voice. I don't order everything possible to order through online and so forth. And I understood why he put his name there. Then yesterday, another colleague said, have you seen who's been putting that he's now ready? Where should I then put my name? Yeah, depending on how you think, where do you want to put your name? I want to put my name that uh, I embrace digital. How the hell could he put his name on I am now ready? So it depends on what you compare with and, and how you think. I would love if more people would be honest and actually put it under the third alternative, I'm skeptic. And I think it's healthy that people are skeptic to digital. It, it's a broad question from us, but I think it's very healthy to be skeptic. And it doesn't matter if you go to the sort of, sort of reference of the social dilemma, or if you're a decision maker in, the in a company saying, of course I'm skeptic. We've been investing lots of money and never seen any actual result of it. So, so I, I just think it's an interesting thing to look what, what people answer. Doug and Stellan, have, have you seen the poll? Have you answered it? Yes. And you, Doug, have you answered it? Uh, I haven't answered yet. I think I'll have to think a bit more about my response now based on what you just said. So <laughs> let, let us hear, uh, Doug, when, when you're about to answer the digital question, do you embrace? Are you ready or are you skeptic? Yeah, but well, before I, I would maybe say I embrace, but based on what you just said about, you know, ordering online and voice and stuff, you know, I don't have any Alexa here in my home or anything like that. So maybe I would say I'm ready. And I think that says something, you know, if, if I give that answer, 
just concerning my own, you know, private life, then I suppose when we're talking about giant companies that are maybe publicly owned, that, you know, maybe the correct answer for them is perhaps a little bit further back than, than where they actually think they are. That was a very nice way of putting it. Uh, Stellan, what, what about you? Did you answer? I, I dared to put myself in the embrace category. <laughs> so, so uh, and I think that's down to being uh, an early adopter of many nerdy things. Perhaps not as early as you are, but uh, but yes, we do we do run voice. We do order a lot of stuff uh, online. We order from all over the world uh, online. Uh, the house is uh, everything that is that could be smart is smart, <laughs> and um, it's uh, it's interesting how sort of slow things are moving even though we 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 think things are moving really fast so i mean the smartest thing i can do with my smart home appliances for example is basically turn them on or off um, set them to start at a certain point uh, i can remotely see if they're uh, if they're running or not uh, you know i can see when the wash is ready when i'm not home and stuff like that but it's like it's not the the use case that will cause a 80% uh, share of the population to say i have to have this enabled it's 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 for nerds my my father stalan was a um, traditional engineer and he once said that anders when when people phrase or call their product smart they're way behind uh, where they should have been. Yeah. But we need to, to refer to their products as smart. Ah, that, was, uh, that took another angle, Alexander. I was even um, calling for Doug, who today had the role of being the technician in, in uh, this pod. Those things can happen. Yeah, but it's very good, very good inputs. And uh, I'm thinking like, if, if Stellan, you are as an early adopter, embrace digital, when do you think companies will achieve digital readiness and will they ever over the if you if you extend the time period uh, you can essentially say that uh, the companies that are still around 30 40 years out are the companies who will have embraced digital per definition otherwise they will be out of business but uh, like the shorter horizon you uh, you you take on this the, the sort of the bigger the number of potential outcomes are <laughs> you can say so so i would say that uh, a major hurdle for many is is simply that you you can uh, you consider the business that you're in in a too narrow frame to take an appliance manufacturer it's like okay we're we're in kitchen appliances but if they instead would say well, we're in the business of uh, of uh, making sure that people get great meals. Okay, that's a completely different take on what we're doing. So I think that's where a lot of uh, sort of the possibilities also lie with embracing digital. Is that if you can bring in a business model component in that, uh, you can see some some very interesting shifts and opportunities for most companies. Uh, but but unfortunately. Uh, most have two sort of narrow glasses on when they look at this problem. I don't know if you want to want to break, bring your take on that, Anders, but... Uh... I love to throw out non-asked-for advices. And the main advice would be, 
you now have a unique possibility every day as an owner or decision maker to decide if you want to be fast or at some point get in a hurry. And for everyone who any time has felt the pressure of getting in a hurry, uh, that causes stress. Stress causes bad decisions. Be fast. Do like Stellan said, start, start with the easy parts. And I'll give everyone one advice for free. Have you asked your customers if they prefer a digital invoice and digital offers, quotes, yet? If you haven't, ask them, show them what it means and the time they will save. And I can assure you, however global you claim that you are, it takes two days to do the pre-study of tools. It takes two days to do the pre-study of how to do it. And on the fifth day, you're rolling. That's an easy step for all so-called global companies to do. Some customers, for some reasons, will say, no, we prefer that you both send it physically, analog, and we want a copy through the fax and whatever they will say. And some will say, uh, does it really work? And some will say, ah, finally you do this. So that, that could be a thing to start with. Whether you are global or not doesn't matter. It's very easy to provide. Then there are a lot of other advices, but do things. Uh, sometimes spend 15 minutes discussing, could we do an experiment with something? that would give us confidence and sometimes spend 30 minutes to actually plan what will happen the next week or the next month. Everything that takes a pre-study for six months to, to 12 months, stop it immediately. And everything that is not owned by someone who's a decision maker, forget it, stop the project. And thirdly, never run projects. Do it as a natural part of your organization don't run projects but that we can take in another pod why you shouldn't run projects i think that was a great summary of of today's topic and a good uh, introduction for for next episode so thank you both and thank you doug for participating in this episode you can say thank you back if you want <laughs> thank you thank doug. you alexander thank you Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you're interested in knowing more about digital readiness, I can really recommend an article written by Anders. You'll find it on summa.se under the learn section. The name is what is digitization, digitalization, digital transformation and digital readiness. In a world full of buzzwords, it's very easy that terms and, and names get mixed up. But in this article, Anders really clarifies what digital readiness is. With that being said, thank you for listening to this episode. If you like the podcast, you can subscribe on Spotify, SoundCloud or at summa.se. Thank you.